can share. It says share. Good morning. It's Friday and we're back. So we're let's back. talk about grief. Let's talk about grief. Let's talk about the, all the nurses. It's nurses week. And uh, how do you, <laughs> how do nurses deal with grief? People would say, how do you do what you do in, especially in hospice and, and other things, you know, I, I want to say, I don't speak for all the nurses, but many of the nurses who do hospice or are at the bedside for uh, end of life care, there's some compart compartmentalization going on. It and all the different griefs. So, um, I'll give you an example. It was nothing for me to when I worked in the hospital. We had where the dump floor. It was the cancer unit, and it was hospice. So I'd go in one room, put a body on a cart. They were done. They were talking yesterday, not talking today. Then I go in another room. You have to make a joke because that's what motivates the patient. And I go in another room, and uh, someone would tell me, oh, the doctor just came in and said I have cancer, and I only have so many months to live, which that was back then. They don't really do that, but some doctors still would back then. How do you deal with the grief? One, you just shove it inside. You don't have time to deal with it. You just move from one, you acknowledge, you go, I'm feeling something, I need to get to the next patient. I'm feeling something, I need to get to the next patient. And then at the end of the day, well, this is what I do. I sit in my car and I cry. <laughs> that would be me. Or you eat. Or, you know, I didn't have a way to, to move actually, through it. And Go what ahead. we found in the pandemic is people who work in high stress jobs like that during the pandemic commutes got shorter and it took away that transition time and that let go of it time for folks on their way home after a really mm -hmm. tough shift. So it, it actually impacted them twice as much because they didn't have that. Okay. I'm on my way that, home. That's behind. That's me. right. Mm -hmm. Because they were working doubles yeah. or they were sleeping at the hospital. So you're sleeping in the places where the trauma is happening. Right. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, so yeah. to nurses out there, you and to you, Deb, our greatest admiration and our thanks for just a yeoman's job for the last year and a half now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And for keeping it going and sticking it out and being uh -huh. the people who walked in and made sure that someone who couldn't have family there had family there and that you were substituting for the family or holding the tablet to make sure they got to, that the goodbyes got to be said. And the, the overwhelmness, it's not even walking from room to room. It's walking from bed to bed. That's what it was like with the pandemic. I mean, 
they didn't they didn't have rooms sometimes. Sometimes it was just depending on the hospital. And then now people are feeling it again with what's going on in India. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you're seeing those images and it's triggering to they people now, you know, at least in our area, there's there's less of that overwhelm. We're not seeing the refrigerator cars with the bodies in New York. We are seeing the funeral pyres. And that's, I don't know how people not feel some of that stuff. I have a number of dear friends who are therapists and they have family there and they're getting calls saying, can you ship oxygen here somehow because they're out right. of oxygen there. Right. They're in the middle of where we were not so many months ago. No. And so really just do what yeah. you can acknowledge that it hurts to watch support those who were there support right. those who know someone who's there. If you've got a friend who's in one of the currently hard hit areas, mm -hmm. be careful about talking about how good it is to be out and be free here because their families can't find oxygen there. No, And that's India and still Brazil and several other countries uh -huh. right now. Uh -huh. So let's, let's uh -huh. be mindful and let's make sure we're supporting folks. Right. Yeah. And also giving them some light moments, send them a funny card that says, I know this is a really awful time, but you know, I thought of ice cream and I thought of you and I thought you should probably have a happy moment for just a second. Something like that. Yeah. Would... Let, let's remember them. <sighs> so. And it's Mother's Day. Oh, mm. we were going to talk about uh, ways. I've already contacted a couple people on this is your first Mother's Day. I have two more. Mm -hmm. uh, this is your first Mother's Day without your mother. This mm -hmm. is your first Mother's Day without your husband. This is your first Mother's Day without your wife. This is your first Mother's Day without your child. I mean, there's all these things. And what do you want to say to our listening audience, Jill, about what are, how we do reach you get through some of those days? We got to reach out. So if you if you know those people, just like Deb said, and I know some, and I've done some reaching out too, um, and I'll be making some videos later as well. Make sure you're reaching out. Make sure it's a text, maybe today, and then a call tomorrow. And if you're local, a drop off of something on Sunday. Make sure they're remembered. Make sure you're not telling them, you know, it's going to be okay because it probably doesn't feel okay this first time out. And also remember that there are people who've lost moms that you know were not great moms, like we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. But when that mom is gone, so is all the potential for making that relationship better. Mm -hmm. So that's an extra loss, not an easier loss, as some folks might interpret it. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're calling that out and supporting them as well. Also, moms that had miscarriages, moms that can't get pregnant. Infertility moms who are oh. moms in heart, but not mom, but not moms by birth. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you're posting all the stuff about Mother's Day this week, if you do, be mindful of not talking about how giving birth makes you a mom. Because there are an incredible number of moms who are grandparents raising grandchildren, That's guardians right. raising their friends' children, people who have absorbed other people's kids this year because of COVID, That's adoptive right. parents, let's and, and adoptive kids who feel abandoned by their birth families. So let, let's make sure we're not causing additional stuff. Yes, right. motherhood is wonderful and giving birth to a baby must be amazing um, and painful, but amazing. But there are lots of those folks who didn't have that. And, and let's not presume that by having a child, you someone's given birth. And I'll tell you personally, probably about 10 years ago, I really didn't like the idea of leaving people out at all. And so I've actually called it Happy Nurturers Day. You know, you're not, I'm not saying a nurturers don't hunter and gather, but I am saying Happy Nurturers Day for those dads, for those, for those teachers, that the female teachers or even male teachers who didn't have kids of their own, but they nurtured others all through the school year. This is Teachers Week. So, how about honoring nurturers, people that help you grow, people that choose not to have children and they have dogs and cats. That's, that is just as important because you're putting out a nurturing sense of energy mm -hmm. and that taking care of and helping things grow. I mean, and that sort of helps, has the potential to help when your own mom wasn't uh, a nurturer. Yes. You yeah. know, some moms are not. They're not. And sometimes we can look at it or begin to, as we mature up, to look at it in terms of where did they come from and where was their trauma? Mm -hmm. And is that why they were not available? And how far back does that trauma go? Mm-hmm. That's and right. did your mom do the very best she could, given the multiple generations she came through? Right? Right. Because we, we all have extra people in our lives, I hope, who have acted as moms in one way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. we, we have a um, high school teacher who's retired. She and her husband were both teachers at our high school. She's not that much older than me. Um but she nurtures every single person in the alumni association and she will show up and drive people to chemo or dialysis uh -huh. and celebrate birthdays. And she's just that person. And, um, you know, we, we have all, we have those people in our lives. So Roz Anderson, thank you, but there's lots of others as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and we have our pet parents. That's what I was trying to remember. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Pet parents. Her baby. Or uh, winged ones. Oh, mm -hmm. people who take care of their birds. Oh. And uh, people who happen to love tarantulas and people that happen to love uh, the serpents, like snakes or lizards and things like that. 
I've seen beautiful, you know, ways of taking care of those mm -hmm. critters. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're a feed the birds outside person, but it's all about nurturing. So if you could transpose the word happy Mother's Day to happy Nurturer's Day, that's, that's going to go really far. And to maybe not talk to, uh, talk about, oh, well, I didn't get this on Mother's Day and nobody called me and I'm all alone, which this happens also. Maybe you're estranged from your children. Talk about a loss. You know, mm -hmm. here's Hallmark. Happy Mother's Day. Avoid that store this week. Oh, Just avoid oh, it. Exactly. Right? Right. And the grocery store, too. If you are someone missing a parent, missing a child, if Mother's Day hurts, order everything in. Do not go out. This is that week and keep off the Hallmark Channel and um, most network television be and social media, too, other than us, of course, because social media right now is turning into that. Everybody posting pictures of their moms, which is wonderful for those who have those moms. But it's hard for those who don't. Yeah. So the other part is if you're a mom and you have uh, kids that I'm going to put in the age range of, let's say, 18 out of the house to certainly while they're raising their children, lower your expectations. I had a real problem with that, you know? I'm like, is my daughter gonna call me? Even if they're not raising children, will I be recognized? And moms get insecure at all different types of ages. And they get their feelers hurt when it's yeah. just being human. Deborah said, love that. Other than us, of course, you guys are great. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's not expect the calls, and especially if your kid is not the one who calls. That's my right. youngest is out on her own. If I hear from her every two months, I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she's out making her own life, and she checks in occasionally. And it's not for me to spend my time feeling all hurt and upset and angry because that's who she is, and that's just how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. I I will say that. After my own mother died, and I didn't know who I was in the world for at least five years, that was, I wanted more out of my own bio child than I could ever, and more than I ever would expect from my non-bio kids. And it was really hard. So if you're one of those moms whose own parent has died, either mother or father, and you're trying to figure out your way in the world, well, definitely recognize that you're having expectations. And Jill and I don't want your feelings to be that hurt, but this is normal for kids to be this way. And so if they don't say happy mom's day, or they don't call you from college, or they don't call you from wherever they are, it's not a measure of how much they love you or care about you. It's just that they're right. out being kids. There was That's a movie right. we watched, and I'm a horrible remember the movie name, but it's 
three older moms and it's Mother's Day and somebody's kid didn't didn't take notice and two of them got in the car and drove to the city to go stalk the kids because they weren't in touch with them on Mother's Day. Right. right. Yeah, lay off of it, folks. Hallmark created this day with the help of a couple of presidents who thought it would get them a few votes. You can tell right. your kids you love them instead of them telling you, and you don't have to make it about guilt. That's right. right. And the other piece is we have those folks who know that this is likely the last year with someone. Uh-huh. And we have that choice in those years, in those moments, in those seasons to spend that whole birthday, Mother's Day, Easter, whatever. This is the last one. Oh my gosh, this is the last one. How right. do I make it perfect? How right. do I stop it? Just right. stop it. Be human. Uh-huh. Laugh a little with them. Uh-huh. Maybe do some things so that you can remember them every other Mother's Day after that. One of my favorite things to do is to order in, and it's Friday, so you still have time. Thank you, Amazon Prime or um, Walgreens or Rite Aid. There are b- storybooks for children you can read, and you pull out the little thing and you record your voice reading the storybook. I don't care how old your kids are. They're going to love the it. Find the storybook that was theirs or that reaches to them. Record your voice. Make sure you hit that tab so it can't be re-recorded. Right? Yeah. yeah. Wrap it up, gift it to them, and say this is for whenever. But I loved being your mom. And and I want to make sure that you always hear my voice telling you that. Right? right? Those kinds of things are so important afterwards. So you don't have to make it about this is our last together. You can make it about this is how mom is going to be part of my life and my my children's lives, even if I don't have children yet. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. things last. Right? There has also been some, uh, you know, when, you, when you're in the grief biz, you look on other uh, grief chat things. Yes. And so people still are going, I don't know what to say. With all those moms that you know have experienced a loss this year, have an upcoming loss, maybe uh, their own mom is dying, maybe one of their kids are dying. Uh, whatever the case is, <clears throat> all you have to do is actually just text them and say, thinking of you this weekend, end of story. You don't need to explain. You don't need to do anything else. Just thinking of you. Maybe you don't have the energy. Maybe you're going through some uh, losses. So, yes. Deborah Norwood, she was one of those that gave a great talk at that conference. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And and no comparisons. You know, you're not like other moms. You're not going to be like other moms. You're not like your mom if your mom was perfect. And your kids are not like other people's kids. And thank the good Lord. Because some of them you don't want. Right. Right. Yeah. So and and different siblings. Right. right. I have three daughters and they're all completely different and none of them will be here for Mother's Day. And I'm going to love that they're each doing something that they love doing. Uh-huh. They, uh-huh. they don't need to spend the day paying homage. I do kind of hope they call their grandma 
but um, that's just me. Unfortunately mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for my mom, my sister is here visiting from Chicago this week. So my mom gets a Mother's Day with her oldest daughter for the first time in, wow. I don't know, 40 years. So that's that's awful nice for us this year. But it doesn't have to be maudlin. It really doesn't. It gets, you yeah. can, if you need to do something more than thinking of you, then in the card, tell that mom or tell that daughter everything, the things that you are always going to remember about them and carry on and tell them a funny story. Uh -huh. Tell them a funny memory. Uh -huh. and print a pic real quick and throw it in there. It says this was one of the best days. Right? Yeah. That tells and them they're going to keep sticking around with you forever and ever. Amen. This is, I know Jill and I might sound like a, a anti-Hallmark card. Well, maybe we are. But the bottom line is we still recognize that those feelings of grief, those feelings of comparison and, and guilt and shame, and you can just run the gamut of feelings that get triggered at Mother's Day and Father's Day. Yes. And we'll do that and, one next in a couple of weeks because it's yeah, coming too. Yeah. We'll wait till June. But, uh, you know, it's just so important to lower your expectations of yourself and others at times like these. Just lower that expectation. If you, and, lower and if you're your missing eyes. someone, grieve them. Yes. And talk Light about a them. Eat their favorite candy. All the candy. Right? <laughs> you know, my mom's favorite can well, she got me hooked. This is when I could. But uh at Easter time, she would always get uh jelly they're called jelly bellies, but they're like jelly beans rejects. So she would oh. get bags of these near the Chicagoland area. And the other thing she would get, if it was her favorite and mine, it was um, Robin's eggs, like malted milk ball or mm -hmm. something with chocolate. And so we would have these left over for a whole month, which is this month. And we would eat some of those candies together. And, you know, a memory what a really good memory will do for your brain is it will provide you with um, chemical changes in the brain and make you feel better. You'll get a dose of dopamine from that memory. You'll get a dose of maybe serotonin. You'll get a dose depending on how far you can elevate yourself to feel good inside. And even beyond the chemistry, who doesn't like a good memory? Right. So I actually found as I was rearranging my office, there was a card my mom sent me. And I reread it the other day. And I'm like, I think I read it like once a year when I rearrange the office. And it just, just to see her handwriting on oh, a yeah. piece of paper that just, just to see her handwriting. And then, you know, to hear her voice in my head as I read the card, ah, it, it meant a lot. It meant a lot. I found a card from my grandmother to my parents when we were very tiny. 
And she wrote a lot. She was in Florida. And that was when long distance cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And she was on a party line. So, you know, if she called us, then all the neighbors listened in because everybody knew everybody's business, right, in a rural town um, and out in the orange groves. But it talked about how much she and um, my grandfather had waited for the kids. And my grandfather died before any of us were born. But it talked about how much they had waited to be grandparents and how much she loved having little girls um, to dote on. Which, I mean, just like, because by the time I was eight, she was already sliding into Alzheimer's. But Mm -hmm. to know that long before any of us were around, there were... There was a grandma and a grandpa waiting for us because she was the nurturing grandma. My other grandma was not Mm. not terribly nurturing. Um, But that was the grandma who had the, remember the Lifesavers? Yes. Butter rum (gasps) and peppermint candy, the red and white peppermint candies in the sun. Yes, yes. She always wore an apron. One pocket had one, one pocket had the other. Right. And that was all I had to do was this. And and the lifesavers came out. Ah. Right. And she saved the pineapple fruit ones for me. Like she'd get to the red oh. and then she know she knew after the green the pineapple was coming and that one went to me. Right. And you gotta have those kinds of memories. Deborah's saying, um, just thinking of nice memories is just by listening to you guys. The vibes are con- good vibes are contagious. And that's yes. what we want. We want you to have Mm-hmm. really good happy memories of whatever that person was I Who was it know, that put their arms around you when you were a little one that's right that's right so my grandma <laughs> a couple things one i still like unsalted whipped butter because it reminds me of grandma tilly it was like it's like my favorite and not that i can eat them anymore but linces Grandma Tilly would give me, you know, blintzes. But also, Grandma Tilly would put her arm around me, one arm here, and a cigarette hanging out the other side. And, you know, I don't know how many kitchen tables she burned that my mother would have a fit about. But, you know, Grandma Tilly's like... (laughs) She was a kick. Oh, her and Grandpa Charlie. Oh, my goodness. And, and food and and she was a flapper girl you know it's also yeah she was and I have a picture of her what she'd rather be doing than raising children so my experience as a granddaughter is very different than her kids my right. dad and to very different they're like why do you like her so much she did this and this, you know, and stuff happens, you know. Right. The kids always think differently. It's the joy of being a grandparent. Right. It's very different. You can hand them back. I love handing kids back. Not all grandparents get to do that nowadays. Now they're raising those kids. That's a whole nother ball of wax. I haven't even been able to see mine for the most part because of COVID. Uh-huh. So we've, we've gone a long time without spending any quality time with those kiddos. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Are there any other suggestions from anybody listening? Things, uh, what's on your heart today? 
We've got right people there. watching. Deborah's the awesome. only one conversing with us. Right. Yeah. What yeah. I find is that people listen to us and then they go through their day and then they think about it in the next day or the day after we hear from them. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. It is. Right. And people who are listening, because I'm watching people still like the, the page with the volcano and not the... Um, Palm trees. You need to go to the palm trees. The palm trees with the sunset behind it looking all that's Key right. west because <laughs> that's one of my favorite places, right? Oh, yes. Yes, I agree. The Conch Republic is an amazing place to be. Mm -hmm. They have mm -hmm. a totally different outlook on life. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So let's make it, let's make Mother's Day not a day of huge stress Let's not think we have to make the perfect anything. We don't have to make the perfect meal. We don't have to find the perfect card. We don't uh -huh. have to do any of that. And Hallmark does have some very nice cards. I'm just, the idea of constructing a big day that puts so many expectations out there that can be so painful is what pains yes. me about any of the, the card industry stuff about this. But same goes for sympathy cards and that tell you that, you should be grateful or happy or your memories will wrap around you and make today better. And when you really just want to hear, I'm sorry, this sucks. I'm here for you. Let me and stand the, by you. And at the very least, you always get to say, I'm thinking of you. Mm -hmm. You also get to say, I have no words, only love. And those two phrases will mean so much for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How are you going to honor your mom's memory on Sunday? Me? Uh, I could buy myself a sarcastic card. I have a bunch of cards that I will uh, probably hand over to Daryl so he can recycle them. We recycle cards. <laughs> um, and probably just think of my mom look at her picture. I, mm -hmm. it used to be a lot harder, but now it's 27 years later. For mm -hmm. me, I have uh, time. I am not going to do anything except uh, run the church service with Daryl on, and what we have uh, another one who just lost her mom. It's her first mom. I'm thinking about going to Aldi's and buying up a bunch of flowers and hanging out in the parking lot and just giving them out to people. That's I love what that. I'm, I'm actually just really thinking about Happy Nurturers Day and just literally just hang out in the Aldi's parking lot and give flowers to people. That would be awesome. So doing a pay it forward of some way and making sure people know that someone's thinking about them, even if they didn't know them. That's right. Right. I might even buy a bunch of carnations someplace and just hang out in the parking lot and say, yes, these didn't come from Aldi's, but I want you to have one. Right. You know, <laughs> sometimes it just feels so good to give, mm -hmm. you know, and they're low calorie. I mean, most people don't eat the flowers, but in general. <laughs> most people don't. Some of them are edible. You know, we just oh. had May Day and it used to be that on May Day you'd leave flowers like a little, right. a little, Basket. Tiny bouquet of flowers or a basket of flowers on people's doorstep and do ding dong ditch, but leave a pre leave a present. Right. And um, Mother's Day is right connected to it. We might as well do something like that, right? 
So if you've got a mom that you're missing, find a way to remember her if this is a day that matters or a nurturer who you're missing. Uh -huh. Honor uh -huh. that memory. If that nurturer had four paws and a tail, you know, honor that memory too because we all have that whoever uh -huh. it is that matters and made our heart feel complete as we uh -huh. were coming up or as we needed someone to turn to. That's who we should be honoring. Uh -huh. when my fur baby is actually coming up. I'm his mom. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Let me just share one more thing. You know, one thing my mom has done, well, she's not doing it so much anymore because of dementia, but when we were raising our kids, um, she made sure that she called me every single day, even though we live in the same town and she finished every single call with you're a really good mom. You are just a really good mom. Even if I was being a really not good mom that day, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, just that you are a really good mom, Jill. If you've got someone who needs to hear that, uh -huh. reach out and tell them. That's what Especially I was thinking about doing with uh, my my uh, non-bio daughters, you know, uh -huh. and, and my own daughter. Just putting a sign. I did this last year. COVID couldn't even say hi right but i put signs and i put uh uh skewers that you use for shish kebabs right mm -hmm. i put them in the sign and outside stuck it in the ground said happy mother's day i think i'm gonna change that and go you are a great mom yeah and that's love deb and daryl yeah everybody great, needs now to everybody knows it. what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that <laughs> Yeah, I do that with some of my, I used to do it with some of my clients when I was in the office that they come in and they're tearing their hair out and they just wanted to be the best moms. You know, we could do all the good work, but to hear the therapist say, you know what, you're a really good mom. Uh -huh. Right. And last year I put out to my daughter and I put a sign that said, happy fur baby mama day. You're a great right? fur baby mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or just say, you're a great nurturer. Happy Nurturer's mm -hmm. Day. Mm -hmm. I saw, I did see a funny fur bomb card that said, uh, thank you for being the one who takes care of me. And it opened up even when I throw up on your pillow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think on that vomit note, we should end. Everybody have a good weekend. Take care of you. Take care of those you love. Take care of those that maybe you don't love so much, but maybe need to hear that they count anyway. And nurture your heart. That's what's important. Nurture Absolutely. you. Be a good nurturer. Keep it Thanks, real. Everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone.